0: Good morning. Today is May 19th, 2021, and this is episode 2 of Write a Book. And it's going on noon, but I started writing in the morning. Um, So yeah, let's just get into it. Have you ever heard the Cherokee insight about the two wolves? Maybe you've heard people say things like, fake it till you make it. And I always had a disdain for the idea of being fake Or inauthentic. In fact, I would postulate that most people feel that way. So why is this such a widely and wildly stated piece of advice and how can we come to know it as insight? Within the past month or so I've begun understanding practice. Doctors practice medicine. Yogis practice yoga. They practice the things they do. This means they are forever students of what they invest themselves in. I don't remember the circumstances other than the fact I was in my kitchen feeling some uh, thoughts. um, And I realized everything is a practice. And I couldn't help but follow this thought. It was just one of those aha moments. So I wrote it on my fridge, as I do, with good thoughts, Um, and I just sat with it, and I weighed different things and thoughts against it, good and bad, and so everything we've learned to do, say, how we react, is all stuff that we've cultivated over our lives, and every time... We're feeding it, we practice it. Smoking weed, for instance, is a practice. Getting angry is a practice. Rage, being sedentary, writing, gratitude, compassion, kindness, understanding, self-love, etc. Everything is a practice. So I suppose for other allegories are such things as what we focus on grows and neuroplasticity, which you may or may not have heard of, but it's definitely a topic I'll be coming back to, likely many times. I find it super fascinating. Um, Anyway, in these thoughts, I finally realized that fake it until you make it isn't about faking anything at all. When we're accustomed to a set way of being and identifying and expressing ourselves, it can be it can feel very uncomfortable and like we aren't being authentic, thus fake when we try on a new proverbial hat. So neuroplasticity, in short, is our body mind cumulative memory response based on repetition. Um, also could be called our reactions responses and ways we follow patterns i find it very poetic we follow patterns and our neurons learn to follow patterns as a result and both feed the other Uh, so to change those patterns we have to do something different we have to be mindful And look at how we normally do slash approach a thing. um, And aim to do it or say it differently in order to change or augment and develop in a new way. So if I've lost you, uh, the wolves we feed are based on uh, what we choose to practice. Which wolf wins? the one we feed. So fake it till you make it is just about recognizing which wolf you're currently feeding and feed the other one. Ideally you're not choosing to feed the bad wolf Um, and with neuroplasticity uh, we will always have the neural pathways or memory of patterns that we've developed But we can always make new ones and practice strengthening them. So we're literally infinite in our potential. Which brings me to the next part of that thought in my kitchen. And it actually came to me a few few days later when I was looking at what I wrote on my fridge. And I had another aha moment. And this one was everything has slash is potential. everything that we know about and that exists has potential we have potential our thoughts, feelings, passions, etc um, anything in your life that currently exists as a constant has potential and at one point was potential uh, you can even just think of yourself as a human being who exists um was potential and now has potential potential could have gone any which way your parents could have met and mated with other people perhaps uh, you still would have or could have resulted from that perhaps not Uh, that potential existed So did the potential of them getting together and birthing you. How about those odds? You could have easily not existed, or perhaps even existed, to somebody else. I think that's pretty crazy. Um, So everything that has potential at least exists in imagination. The only difference between that and the tangible is... The effort and focus of practice. My parents practiced to have the potential of me, I hear you ask. And yeah, um, if they were practicing celibacy, for instance, um, or any variety of other things, uh, you could have easily not come into existence. Um, existence is a whole other topic that I need to talk about, but not in this spot. Yeah, if they were practicing celibacy, for instance, or any variety of other things, but they were practicing the mating game, planned or not, and you were the result of that. So, same is true for anything ever invented, or anything, anything from anyone who you admire, anything that they've ever done. Um, in their mind's eye existed the potential for something and they practiced it into uh, reality. And uh, So what does this have to do with today's episode? Um, Well, on the one hand I got to tell you about one of my quote-unquote secrets, which is writing on my fridge. I like to put thoughts and stuff up there. Um, in my opinion, it's better than than magnets. But I mean, you know, whatever your your creative thing is, that's that's probably best for you. Or if you like magnets, you know, that's that's great too. But I like decorating my fridge with my writings of just mind blowing insight. Um. Anyway, uh, so. I mean, technically, yeah, that that is part of, you know, it. It's a practice, right? Um, but yeah, so this podcast, for instance, um, is a new thing for me. A fake it till you make it, if you will. Um, this is, in fact, the most recent chapter in this volume of my life. Um, so, hey. <laughs> Welcome to uh, being in a deep part of my journey. Uh, what's interesting is on getting ready for my intro episode and this one, I've felt the perfectionist in my plasticity, basically shit on everything. Um, so taking inventory on perfectionism is part of my practice, my mindfulness practice, and I get to see it in action through this, and I get to recognize it so I can let it go. The more I practice it, the better I can get at it. So the fear of producing something that I would feel is cringy is very real. Uh, I've talked myself out of so many things in my life because I wouldn't have been perfect at it. Um, it's wild to think about that, but most people have been there and have gone through that. So, I mean, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, I was going to wing both episodes. Um, for the first one, I didn't write anything at all. That was just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wing it, you know. Um, then came time to record and I'm like, alright, well I guess I need to write something because sure as hell wasn't saying anything. I didn't know what to say um, but uh, yeah, so I did that and must have re-recorded like 20 to 30 times uh, before I got it and with the help of several edits, got my first episode launched but there was a a lot of the perfectionism about it that was just, you know, like I I wanted excellence, but there's there's still that oh like this feels like a waste of time because it's not perfect blah 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 you know. Um, so then for today's episode, I kept putting off the writing, um, so I got to it yesterday. And a few pages in, I'm like, no, this sucks. I'll just wing it. Um, so same story today, sitting there, trying to record until I realized I have to write. Like, I, I have to write it. I can't just wing it. Um, and it felt so discouraging. Like, I didn't even know what I was going to say. Like I, I knew, but I didn't, you know, like felt like I didn't know what I was doing and like it was going to be cringy and sucky and Brene calls that uh, Brene Brown calls that uh, the gremlins Uh, and one of the things she says is what are the gremlins saying and for me that's what they were saying Um, it was those damn perfectionist gremlins Um, so I, I, I do think it's important that uh To have compassion for that part of myself um, so I can recognize it and let it go Um, but as soon as I recognized it like it's like the the worst case is that it'll suck and it's still new for me it doesn't have to be perfect perfection will never get it submitted it's a practice I have to do it to get good at it and if it sucks and nobody likes it I mean that's cool you know because it's the practice that teaches the lessons and the lessons are where I make progress so when I caught the gremins, gremlins last week it was a really deep experience for me um, I, I looked at my whole life from uh, beginning to end, and I, I do think about the beginning and end and all the rest uh, on a regular basis. It's fun to think about. Um, but uh, yeah, even though I've never thought of myself as like a, a scared or fearful person, um, my life is literally marred with the sheltering of myself from uh, from the fear and disappointment associated with failure, not knowing, and being imperfect. And that my greatest fear is a life unlived. I mean, if I got to my end today, I think I'd be okay with it because I know what I'm working on. I know what I'm practicing. Like, I know that I'm I'm putting in an effort. Um and but if i kept letting myself talk myself out of everything and only continue to practice the things that feed the bad wolf then if i got to the end of it all how could i not be filled with fear and regret i like to think that you know if that were the case I would just own my choices uh, regardless and, and be okay with where I'm at. But if after all the life one lives, they look back and realize all the opportunities, the changes they could have made or uh, like different ways they could have brought love into the world that they could have had or made now there's absolutely nothing they can do about it like it's it's all in the past there are no more opportunities for it it's done you know um, and I'm, I'm not sure I'd want that to be me you know I, I guess there's always the next life you know hey better luck next time um, but even if one doesn't uh, believe in, in that kind of thing, there's no denying that as far as any of us knows, this is the only life we're experiencing. This is the only time we're here experiencing and seeing everything, with the opportunities we have for love and exploration as human beings. And it kind of puts perfection into perspective. So, yeah, worst case scenario, it sucks and I learn. Best case scenario, who knows, but it doesn't suck and I learn. Or more likely, sometimes it sucks and I learn. You know? But that's okay. It's part of the practice, which is kind of uh, meta, if you think about it. And assuming I know what Meta is, which technically I don't, because I've never actually looked into it, but, uh, you know, an episode of a podcast about practice being a practice and a practice practicing practicing. (sighs) I'll make sure I know what Meta is by the next episode. Needless to say, I've been engaging more intentionally with my practices. Rather, I've been choosing practices to be more intentional with. Uh, I think I think I'm getting that across right. Um, realizing things that I've spent my life practicing and. Uh, practicing things that I didn't realize at the time were things that every time I I chose to do them were strengthening that pathway, uh, that neural pathway, feeding that wolf. Um, Thus, the cumulative results which ensue. Um, So, only in the past month or two, I've... uh, started having a morning routine and uh, wow you know that's a practice Uh, I'm a person who has had many experiences with uh, being depressed uh, having an unstable lifestyle and just generally being unhappy with most of the things in my life Uh, and having a morning and night routine has helped me realize the value of practicing scheduling so much Like, honestly, what a difference that makes. Um, So I'm not going to dive into all of my new practices that I've began developing over the course of the past year. Uh, For story's sake, though, I'd like to share a bit. Um, And this is actually just within the past few months for me. Um, So as someone who writes, uh, having time set aside It is huge Uh, I have it scheduled four times a day um, and I only actually practice two of these but as opposed to the rest of my life where I've never actually had it uh, scheduled um, like this is the most regular I've ever been writing I guess, aside from when I'd have to journal every day in English class in school, which is probably the most valuable thing I ever learned in school, I think. Um, but yeah, so, um, the of the, the four, I only really regularly practice two, and that's my morning pages and my gratitude at night. Um, my handwriting, which is absolutely horrendous, by the way, um, is a practice that it has so much potential, um, but it, it does take a hit because I, I don't prioritize it that much. Um, as per my anti-perfectionism practice, I'm okay with leaving things undone. If for no other purpose to have that on my schedule, That is the purpose it serves, to have something that I leave undone. Um, And another one is creative writing, which uh, I want to make more of a priority. Uh, I love creative writing so much. Um, But even scheduling is a new practice for me. So I need to be kind to myself and let myself develop it in its own time. Um, and I am making progress in so many things. Uh, waking up at 4 a.m., you know, I feel like I can be more productive with my day from there. Uh, there are so many other things that I'm working on practicing, but I've said the word so many times today, you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not perfect at any single one these things. Uh, There's so much room for growth and improvement in these, but considering how new it all is, um, the progress I'm seeing and feeling in just having regular routines of things that I practice on a regular basis, it's so great. It's such a good feeling. Um, And I think It comes from learning self-love, which, if you guessed, it's a practice. You're right. Um, So self-love will be another episode for another time. Uh, Maybe the next one. We'll see. Uh, But learning the being patient with oneself and understanding, holding space, etc. Let me turn my page. Um... All the empowerment words and catchphrases, you know, uh, diving into all of it has helped ease the transition and transformation of so many aspects of my life. Um, All progress in practice, practice and progress and being kind to the self. Um, So I know that... uh, In closing, the last action hero uh, didn't coin the phrase, but I think Arnold said it best when uh, John Practice asks him how to get to Carnegie Hall. So you can fill in the blank on that. Um, So yeah, that's a wrap. And uh, if nobody's told you today, I'll tell you. Get your pen, get your paper, your laptop or your typewriter, and write a book. Just do it. Um, Yeah, so that's a day. See you around. Be back next Wednesday, and uh, have a great week.